with this very moment in Wisconsin just months ago, so much change may be coming. Ladies and gentlemen, our justice. Elected this past spring, Judge Janet Protosiewicz became Justice Protosiewicz on the Wisconsin State Supreme Court. And as such, the ideological bent of the high court shifted from right to left. Court issuing a widely re- uh, expected ruling that will set the stage not only for Wisconsin's political year, but also for perhaps uh, a parade of cases to be relitigated before the high court. Friday's ruling was that Wisconsin's legislative district maps are so heavily gerrymandered as to be unconstitutional and they must be redrawn ahead of the 2024 elections. Former state legislator and longtime professor at the University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Mordecai Lee is with us this afternoon. Uh, Dr. Lee, good time. Good to talk to you. Been a long time. A pleasure. Call me Mordecai. <laughs> yes, sir. So I appreciate you helping us work through this. Uh, let's start with the ruling Friday. As then-Judge Protosiewicz said when campaigning, she thought the Republican-led state legislature drew district maps were, uh, well, to use her word, rigged. As everyone expected, she voted in the 4-3 majority on the high court to see if the legislature needs to start over. So since we have the time, can we start with why it matters, that moment? Because this, I think people's eyes gloss over, Mordecai, when we start talking about this. But this is really important to not just politics in the state, but the governance of our state moving forward. You know, I think the easiest way to describe it is that we're a purple state. In presidential elections, whoever wins, wins by half a percent, a quarter of a percent. The governor got reelected by one percent. In other words, we're a very divided state. So how is it that we're such a divided state on statewide elections, but the state legislature, excuse me, I have a cold, but the state legislature is approximately two-thirds Republican and one-thirds Democratic. It, It means that there's something wrong. The maps aren't reflective of the majority population. Uh, let me just ask you quickly, because the counter argument that you always hear is, well, geographically, right, Democrats are stuffed into the centers of Milwaukee <sighs> County and Dane County. Therefore, that's why we have this disparity, Republican, Democrat. Well, there's no doubt that there are centers of population that are Republican and Democratic. But if the goal is to create as many competitive districts as possible, it would be more like a 49-49 legislature instead of a 66-33 legislature. There's a way to do it that is possible. Well, and Mordecai, the uh, Republicans' response to this was pretty swift, and they are th- essentially threatening to take it to the manager. They're trying to get the U.S. Supreme Court involved. That would, of course, require a federal bent to their argument. So what... How likely is that, and what what kind of argument do you think that would be made to get the U.S. Supreme Court involved in this situation with the maps? You know, the state Supreme Court made a very narrow ruling. It didn't say these maps are rigged. It didn't say these maps are partisan. It said these maps violate one of the sections of the state constitution that requires that legislative districts be contiguous. Now, that's sort of a $3 word. But what it means is you can't have a legislative district that's an island here and an island there. They all have to touch each other. And so if there's going to be an appeal, the appeal has to be based on the basis of the court decision. And I think that means that would the U.S. Supreme Court say, well, we don't like the state constitution or we don't agree with that interpretation of the state constitution. You know, the Supreme Court has general national criteria. 
that have to do with race and things like that, but not about a narrow concept of contiguity. So I'm not sure that the U.S. Supreme Court is going to be the refuge that Republicans think it'll be. Talking with Mordecai Lee, UWM professor and former state legislator. So uh, the high court also, if it doesn't get to this, the U.S. Supreme Court, Mordecai, told the legislature to go redraw these maps. Is there any scenario you can imagine where the Republican legislature comes up with maps that are palatable to the Democrat in, in Tony Evers, who is the governor? They have to agree and thus would be accepted by the high court or ultimately is the state Supreme Court going to do the work themselves? Well, it seems unlikely that there would be a compromise, but we have to remember that in this past year, every once in a while, the very conservative Republican legislature and the Democratic governor have engaged in compromises. For example, the shared revenue bill or um, other bills that required a huge amount of negotiation. So I, I think it's possible that something could happen, although unlikely, but the key is, I, I guess you'd say, certainty. Do Republicans want to roll the dice by refusing to compromise and who knows what they end up with? And similarly, Democrats, the governor, will he just roll the dice and hope to get a better outcome than a compromise? I think as time passes between now and March 15th, the, the appeal of the sexiness of a compromise is going to get stronger. But nonetheless, the court was very careful in saying, if you guys can't come up with a compromise by passing a law, then we'll invite both sides to submit proposals and we'll appoint a special master and we'll look at it and we'll make a decision based on the pending legal criteria and statutory criteria. So I, I think in relative terms, it was a, a, a modest approach. This was one of the major decisions expected from the new Supreme Court. We got it before the end of the year, which is a nice little pre-Christmas present for Wisconsin's, uh, Wisconsinites who work in news. But uh, we are also expecting some other major decisions, uh, including the abortion case currently being litigated. When do you expect that to uh, work itself out in the Supreme Court? And what else are you watching in terms of uh, the Supreme Court decisions as we head into 2024? Right. Now, we have to remember that the redistricting case was accepted by the Supreme Court with what's called original jurisdiction. In other words, you don't have to go to the trial level court. You don't have to go to the state court of appeals. Just submit it to us. We'll make a decision. That's pretty rare. And I'm glad you mentioned the abortion cases. There are several cases. I think um, so far none of them have been accepted by the Supreme Court for original jurisdiction. And I think they're gradually going to work their way through the uh, the um, trial-level court that recently ruled that the 1848 law did not apply to abortion. It'll go to the Court of Appeals and eventually to the Supreme Court. But you're right, there are other really big issues. Um, almost all Wisconsinites remember Act 10. Under Governor Scott Walker, there was a, a law, eventually called Act 10, that prohibited most uh, labor unions in governments. And that was upheld by the state Supreme Court in a very controversial decision, and now there's a new challenge to it based on issues that had not been um, uh, looked at before. So I think we'll see an Act 10 decision possibly re repealing Act 10 or reaffirming it. And then I'm, I'm a professor of good government. I've got to mention one my favorite topic, and that's open government. 
Uh, we in Wisconsin have an open meetings law, and the media and the public really benefit that all governmental meetings have to be open to the public. And there was this odd ruling as part of Act 10 that said that even though the state legislature, when it passed the open meetings law, said that open meetings applied to the legislature, the state Supreme Court, when it ruled on Act 10, said, no, 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 it doesn't, appeal to, it doesn't apply to the state legislature. It was, I have to say, an odd ruling. And I'm really hoping that that issue will come back up and that the state legislature will again be subject to the open meetings law. One more here for UWM Professor Mordecai Lee. So uh, I, I just wonder, Mordecai, if what we're going to see for years to come, sure, we could relitigate Governor Scott Walker's entire eight years. And then, you know, we're going to be seeing one of these justices on the state's high court come up for re-election or the opportunity to again shift the ideological bent of the court every year to two years for the next decade or so. So do you you anticipate if we flip the court again back the other way that sort of like this uneasiness of nothing is ever done legislatively? I like your point. In other words, that we have yo-yo government. Uh, you know, one day yes, it's right. on this side, the other day it's on that side. That's really terrible. And I think it gets back to what's happened to elections in Wisconsin. Supposedly, elections to the state Supreme Court are nonpartisan. It's the opposite of when we vote for president or governor or state legislature. But in the last, oh, I'd say 10 years or so, these races for Supreme Court have become de facto partisan, with one candidate who is a kind of a de facto Republican and the other de facto Democrat. We somehow have to get back to the good old days where we vote for justices based on their qualifications, their judicial standing, and when they're not de facto partisan candidates. I don't know how to roll back the, the clock, but that's what we need back in Wisconsin. Appreciate your time, Ulyam Professor Mordecai Lee. Good to catch up, sir. Anytime.